Hello, you guys. Welcome back to episode 10 of the Lively Pod. I can't believe it's already the 10th episode. So by the title, you guys know that we are honoring the 10th episode by doing my top 10 wellness habits. And before we jump in, I want to get started with a new weekly intention setting and reflection prompt of the week where at the beginning of every episode I will go over what my weekly intention is because I find it really helpful hearing about other people's goals and what they're working on to kind of spark creativity in my own goal setting routines. And so I want to give you all my weekly intention, allow you some time to create your own weekly intention, and then also give you a journaling prompt that I'm using this week or something that you can just think about. Maybe you're driving to work or walking on campus to class and you just want something to think about. You can take this reflection prompt at any time and use it going forward. So to get into my weekly intention, it is post midterm chaos right now. I always know my mental state and how stressed I am by how many dishes I have in the sink, how many clothes I have piled around my room, how big my laundry pile is just in general, and whether like the countertop spaces are just super cluttered. And so I had a lot of midterms all due at the beginning of this week. And I'm finally coming down from those and basically I'm on spring break already, which is so nice because it's only Wednesday. So my weekly intention for this week moving forward is to get organized. This post midterm chaos just needs to be taken care of. I'll do the dishes, do my laundry, do a deep clean take the shower, which I'll get into later as one of my wellness habits, but kind of just getting organized, resetting my electronic spaces where I organize my Google Calendar, my Notion, all of the things. So intention is set. I will be organized within the next few days before I head out on spring break. My family and Will's family are going to Napa Valley for spring break to do wine tastings, hot air balloon ride, all of the fun things. So I, to say I'm excited would be an understatement. So I can't wait to just kind of prepare for that mentally as well as just get organized myself. The reflection prompt of the week or your journal prompt will be what are your top priorities right now and why? I was working on this this morning in my journaling session for just what I want to be focusing on. I know my top priority had been school for a while with midterms, exams, papers due. So I just really needed to give that my top focus. But now I kind of want to step into some other priorities. And this is the way I'm choosing to balance out my life is showing myself grace when I need to step into one priority more and then moving focus when that priority can take a backseat to a different one such as my health and fitness. What are your top priorities right now and why? 
Now that we've gotten our weekly recaps out of the way, I want to jump into today's episode. So obviously in honor of the 10th episode, we will be talking about my top 10 wellness habits right now. And so a lot of them will be things that you've already heard of, and some of them will be new probably, or things that you don't necessarily think of automatically when you think wellness habits. So the first one is going to be journaling and meditating. You guys know that I've been working on creating this habit a lot recently. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the journaling episode, definitely go back and give that a listen because it kind of walks you through all the different types of journaling there are because there's not it's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. You have to find what works for you and your routine. And so I've been really stepping into that. I love, love, love the Superhuman app by Mimi Brochure. I can leave the link for it, I think, in the show notes. So definitely check that out. It's a little bit pricey. Not going to lie. I think it's like $20 a month. But I did the free trial and it has really helped me step into cultivating a journaling practice by having someone prompt me through the journal as well as have like music in the background and have a set time frame. I feel like that's one thing I didn't really like about journaling on my own where I was like set with this prompt and then just like free to write. I didn't really know how long to write. I would get bored, try to switch activities. However, the Superhuman app is just really nice because it paces you, has music, and is more and it of an interactive experience and they also have meditations so that's really fun this journaling and meditating wellness habit has just allowed me to carve out space for myself kind of create a space in my apartment just dedicated for this every morning it's also a time that I find that I have all electronics off I'm alone with my thoughts. Maybe there's music on in the background or I'm using the app. But other than that, I'm still and I'm not really looking at a screen. And I find that super valuable because for me right now, I've been noticing how much I'm on a screen. I saw a TikTok where it was like, wow, so you're telling me you spend all day staring at a computer screen only to go to a smaller screen when you get off work? And I was like, mm, that's me. I transition directly from my computer when I'm working to my iPhone when I'm not working and just like trying to take a break and mindlessly scroll. And so this journaling and meditation is a dedicated time where I am completely off electronics and fully alone in my thoughts. The second wellness habit I have for you guys is to move your body in the way that fills your cup, not the way it fills others. So there will always be workout trends out there, whether it be running, whether it be strength training, group fitness. I feel like there's always going to be a hot one at a moment in time, but you don't have to do that one. I would really encourage you guys to find the way that movement speaks best to you. Maybe you're a cardio dancer. Maybe it is just tying up your shoelaces, getting out for a run because it's quick, it's easy, it's your time to be mindful. Maybe it's lifting and lifting heavy weights rather than working on getting your heart rate up. 
or maybe you're like me and really thrive in a group fitness based class, whether it's yoga, Orange Theory, Pure Bar, and you like to switch it up, that's okay too. That's part of why I included this in my top 10 wellness habits is because the way that fills my cup is consistently changing. Maybe one week I'm really into yoga, but then the next week I want to go to Orange Theory every single day. I allow myself to do that because it's what my body's craving for movement, not what I'm telling my body I have to do in order to be fit or keep consistent. As long as I'm moving my body, I'll be happy with myself. And so the next one that also kind of relates to the fitness, health, is learning about nutrition. So I'm a little biased on this one given that I'm a nutrition major, but I think everybody needs to learn about nutrition. There needs to be like a course where it's just a quick, here are the facts about nutrition and here's what a body generally needs, your body specifically needs to be healthy, to live optimally. And so I feel like we all eat. There are thousands of trends on the internet telling you how to eat and branding, like marketing for products makes it hella confusing on what to be eating. And so I'm a firm believer that you need to understand what is in the foods you eat so that you can optimally fuel your body. It's one thing that I've learned through coaching and that I find so fulfilling in coaching my nutrition clients is that a lot of people don't understand what makes up our food or really what foods have protein in them, what foods have carbs in them, what foods have all three, protein, fats, and carbs. And so they don't exactly know what's on their plate. So they have trouble making healthy choices to fuel their body. Or they'll be really low on energy and not realize that the amount of food that they're under eating is causing them to have this low energy so they just keep caffeinating themselves to try to make up for it. And so I feel like once you learn what's in your foods, you can take that knowledge and begin to become aware of how certain nutrients make your body feel. So like, how do you feel when you eat a plate um, of majority fat versus carbs? You'll probably feel more satiated after eating a lot of fat versus eating a lot of carbs just from the filling nature and the caloric density that fat carries compared to carbohydrates. So I think in this category, learning about nutrition, just the awareness and knowledge is going to be so powerful. So the way I would encourage you to do this is track your foods for a few weeks. I know that this is kind of a controversial topic because a lot of people become can become obsessed with tracking their foods and I'm not saying you need to track your foods for months at a time years at a time because I do think that that obsessive thought about what you're eating is not necessarily a healthy approach to intuitive eating however I think tracking for a week two weeks seven weeks just to become aware of what your body roughly needs and what makes up your foods. Just becoming more aware of the ingredients that go into your fajitas and chips at a Mexican restaurant 
and then taking that information, becoming aware of how you feel when you're learning what's in these foods and moving from there so that you can fuel yourself optimally. So that was one of the big ones for me that has transformed my wellness is just learning about nutrition in general and learning how to fuel my body so that I have energy and feel confident in myself. The fourth habit of wellness is my alone time. I find alone time is a super important habit for me. I probably consider myself more introverted than extroverted. I do have a lot of extroverted qualities and I love spending time with friends, planning events, going to events. However, I do really need my alone time to recharge. And so choosing a night every single week to allow myself to be alone has been a huge deal for me. And just doing all the things that my body's craving, maybe it's to watch a movie by myself, maybe it's doing a face mask and watching YouTube videos, catching up with content creators that I really enjoy watching, but just allowing and building in your schedule your alone time. Fifth on the top 10 wellness habits is financial wellness. So this is one that I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily think of when it comes to wellness, but it's a big one. Having a concept of how you spend your money, how much money you spend each month, and how much you want to be saving is super empowering and important when it comes to living stress-free and confidently. An exercise that I was taught by a business coach is to look at all of the expenses that you have in a month and write out how expensive that is. Write out your rent, your insurance, write out your groceries, write out any medications you take, etc. that all cost money. Write those prices out and see what that number adds up to. And then when you're working, you're working towards making at bare minimum that amount of money, maybe more. And any extra that you make can go into savings. And so I found this really, really valuable, especially as a college student, because I was constantly thinking about ways to make the most money and then I was spending it. So I was doing it in reverse. I was trying to make as much money as I could and then I was going in and being like, oh, I can spend it on this and this and this rather than looking at what do I need to live the life of my dreams right now, which isn't necessarily a lot because I am a college student right now. And so I was looking at that item and then realizing I only had to make that amount of money and any money I made extra to that is bonus and that I can put into savings or I can spend on myself. So you don't necessarily have to strive for more than that as long as you're at your baseline. And so making sure to track and keep up with your financial wellness, you can do this in several ways. You can do it in a Google Sheet. You can do it on Every Dollar or Mint, which are like budgeting apps. You can do it handwritten and just kind of keep track of your expenses. This is how I like to do it. 
I have it in my That Girl binder, and I basically just track how much monthly spending I typically have, and then I go from there, and I budget based off that. But there's so many different ways to do it. If you do want an electronic version of it, check out Etsy, type in like expense tracker, budgeter, whatever, and it will, there's so many templates on Etsy that you can get for under $5 that are really cool and have some really cool like functions that add up your wellness or sorry, your finances in a really cool way. So those are my tips for increasing your financial wellness. And, oh, make sure you start a savings account. I guess I kind of talked about putting things into savings, but this is something that I started back in 2018. I use an app called Acorns. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes for sure. But I am in love with Acorns. It is an investment app that I can put reoccurring monthly payments into it, but I can also do my roundups for every time I spend money on my credit card it takes the extra what like what would be change if I was paying in cash and invests it for me so it's a really cool platform but I like it because I don't really understand investments just yet I hope to increase my knowledge about those in the upcoming years but it takes all the pressure off of me while allowing me to invest it and has been a really great way to see my progress over the years as I've put more money into it when I get a bonus from my job or I make a little spare income I can put it in there maybe Christmas money you never know and I put it in there and it's been a lot of fun to watch the investments grow as well as just It shows you the potential that you can have at different ages. And so I'm someone who's very motivated by future growth and I like to dream about my future. And so seeing how much I could have based on investments and the rate that I'm putting my money in Acorns currently at like, say, age 40 and thinking about what I could spend it on at age 40 if I kept it going. I don't know. That's kind of nerdy. But I love that app as a investment app, so I highly recommend it. The sixth top tip for wellness is taking your the shower. I don't know. I must be on a wonky side of TikTok, but it's like that girl trend, but shower edition. So it's like the shower is when you do it all. You shave, you exfoliate, you tone your hair, you self-tan, you give yourself a blowout, you do a face mask, do your nails. You put all your effort in in this one shower so that you can feel refreshed, clean, confident all week long. So I have loved incorporating this. For those of you who know me, you know I am a bath person, like through and through, but I do not have a bath at this apartment which is devastating. However, the the shower has turned into my new favorite routine where I just go all out and I feel confident for days afterwards because I just have this glow, this self-tan, my legs are smooth, no stubble under the arms, like it is great. So taking 
the shower at least once a week if you can, just to really refresh yourself and kind of give you that clean space. Going on with this one, we kind of get into the seventh wellness habit, which is my gist day every single week, sometimes multiple times a week because, you know, life. But if you haven't already listened to this whole gist episode where I describe it, it's called Get Your Shit Together. And it's just where you spend an hour, two hours, or a whole entire day dedicated to doing the stuff that you don't want to do. And so it's the laundry, it's the cleaning, it's putting away the laundry once you do it, it's the grocery shopping, the errands, just doing all of the things to just pull your shit together and go big. I have been asked by a lot of people over the years, like, how do I always seem so put together? I'm on top of things. I don't let my space get super messy. And guys, I do. I do let my space get super messy. Like you all heard at the beginning of the episode about my post midterm chaos. But it's because I have these gist days once a week, often twice a week to just completely upend and get my shit together that I can, for the most part, stay on top of it. But definitely when my mind and life gets chaotic, my space definitely can see it as well. And so having these just days built in each week really, really helps. My eighth wellness habit is to get outside. I notice the biggest difference when it's summer, when I get outside, when the temperature is high. It just feels so good. But even when it's cold, even when it's rainy, just having some fresh air time outside, finding the sun when you can, it helps so much. So that I just had to incorporate this into my top 10 wellness habits because I know that on the days where I stay inside all day, I do not feel like myself versus when I get out of the apartment. I feel so much more motivated. I have more energy. I'm able to be a lot more productive and get a lot more done, even if it's just on my walk to class that I get outside. Number nine for the wellness habits is knowledge is power. It is so empowering to be able to contribute to conversations with loved ones, with friends, or even online with strangers. So take time to invest in your own knowledge to create your own superpower. Read books, become a mini expert in something you love. If I was really cool, this is where I would say today's episode is sponsored by Skillshare. But alas, it's not. But I do have Skillshare and it's fun to learn new things, but you can honestly do this on YouTube. There's so much free content out there, even on podcasts. Just becoming little mini experts by taking information in, listening to other people's opinions, listening to other people's point of views, subscribing to a daily news broadcast to keep up with the news lately. Even when you read books, they don't have to just be nonfiction books where you're learning about factual information. It can also be fiction books because then you can 
become an expert on these books and be able to give people book recs when you have one that you fall in love with. And so this is a super fun one because I feel like this builds your confidence and confidence is one of the biggest keys to wellness in general is just being confident in yourself, loving yourself for who you are. And you're able to do this at any time by increasing your knowledge. And so I am a huge proponent of being a lifelong learner. I plan to be one post-grad. And so this is a big one for me right now. The last one of my 10 wellness habits for the 10th episode of the Lively Pod is gratitude. The practice of gratitude is something I picked up when I first got into the five-minute journal. If you don't know what the five-minute journal is, it's this notebook that has a spot for a morning section and an evening section, and it goes through what you're grateful for, things you want to accomplish in the day, a daily affirmation, things that went well during the day, and it's a really great place to start your gratitude practice. But you can also start this easily in any book, a blank piece of paper, just writing out three things that you're grateful for each day. It can really help you flip your mindset to a positive outlook on life for being grateful for the present moment and where you are right now rather than being so future-oriented or negative-focused. So this is something I find that really helps ground me in the present and helps me celebrate my accomplishments and be grateful for where I am in life, what I have in life, for the people I have in my life that surround me, for even just a sunny day or the ability to take a warm shower. They can be as big as you want or as little as you want, such as fresh, clean sheets versus having healthy, loving parents. There's so much to be grateful for. You will never run out of things to be grateful for if you pick up this practice. It just sometimes takes some creative thought and allows you in each day to show gratitude for your situation in life and can really help turn a negative situation into a positive if you are feeling stressed out or stuck in life. This practice is really great. I'm rereading Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies by Tara Schuster. And let me just tell you, she talks about gratitude a lot from the aspect of being grateful when you have nothing to be grateful for in life. And I highly recommend it. It's an awesome book. She's hilarious. She's a comedian. But she also has had some really hard times in life and shows you how she gets out of her rut from rock bottom. So I honestly, I'll probably do a book review on that and my biggest takeaways in a podcast episode soon. But for now, even if you just want to build your gratitude practice or read like how you could build your gratitude practice from nothing, highly recommend her book. Go check it out. But this practice has really helped reframe my mindset and I notice a big difference in my positivity level and my ability to be in the present moment when I do pick this practice up more regularly. So you all, 
I hope you are feeling wellness inspired by these top 10 wellness habits. Some of them were the classic cliche, journal, meditate, move your body. But other ones like the financial wellness, getting your gist days in, and knowledge being your superpower are wellness habits that I hope you all really adapt in life if you don't already have them because they've made a dramatic difference in my life. And I know when I step into a more wellness-based practice and priority in my life that these are the habits that I consistently come back to and that ignite me to be more confident and love myself, my life, and my current situation. I hope you all are having a great week. If it's midterm season for you, I hope it's going well. But either way, spring is around the corner. We're getting a nice spring refresh. So get outside, be well, be happy, have a great week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.